Hi, it's Dave Rowe. Welcome back to the Calgary Stampeder podcast. Great moment at the Stampeders Winnipeg game. Final home game of the regular season. As always, they're introducing one of the Stampeders starting units. This time, it was the special teams. Special teamers came out of the big helmet to the cheers of the crowd. And then when they're all out on the field, one guy still standing in the tunnel. It's Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith, do you think, what's he doing there? He doesn't play special teams. Suddenly, the PA announcer says that Brandon Smith sharing the news with the fans that this will be his last regular season home game. Yep, after a long and illustrious career, Smitty has decided now is the right time to walk away from the game he loves, the team he loves, and the city that he has come to love. It's taken a long time to get here. I caught up with him at Stampeder's practice and talked to him about his career and arriving at the decision that now was the right time to go. You caught me by surprise uh, on game night the other night when you were the last guy coming uh, out of the tunnel there. I mean, I know it was something you kicked around for a while, but when did you decide this is it? This is how I'm going to make this happen. Um, you know, just pondering over, you know, the the course of the year and things going well, the body's feeling good, but, you know, when I just had to sit back and, you know, analyze this, the year and, you know, the career and whatnot, just felt like it was time to, to make it happen. And, you know, you don't want to go out when you're all banged up and, you, you know, and the team doesn't want you anymore. So you kind of want to go out on your own terms with the body still feeling good, not being forced out, and it's just a, a good time to go. So it was just more of a process. It wasn't just sort of like a one morning or like one practice, like a light bulb, that's it, it's time? Yeah, I mean, uh, been hinting at it for the past couple of years. But, um, yeah, it just said, you know, I got it. Just, God just said, look, it's time It's time to, to you know, sell into the sunset. It's been a good, good career. You know, we don't want to carry you off the field. So just go on and walk off. Let's go back to uh, the other end of things now. You know, you're coming out of uh, coming out of college, wondering where uh, where life is going to take you. When you were looking at the start of your football career, what did uh, what, what did you see happening? Um, wasn't quite sure. You know, coming from a small school, we didn't win many many games. I didn't know you know what kind of looks we'd be getting at that uh, school and whatnot. But you know, just kept grinding, kept you know fighting for a job somewhere, and you know landed and you know had training camp with Detroit and. Things didn't work out, so then you know came to went to arena, won a championship there. Um, wasn't uh, too uh, too happy with the plan time I was getting there, so then you know came up to try it out for Calgary. And, you know they welcomed me with open arms, and then won a championship here. I said, oh, you know this is the place to be. You know this this is fun, fun football here, and you know took it from there. And you know twelve years later, you know still st- sticking around. I remember you and I had talked about this before, but that first game you get in as a starter against BC, I can't remember, I think if it was McManus or something, but they just kept throwing at you and throwing at you. It's like, here's this new kid. We're just going to keep testing him. What do you remember about that? I, I remember, you know, um, just coming out, we were just flying around, and the game was just moving so fast. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure I knew my assignments. And, you know, I had... You know, a good rookie group with us that day, you know, that year with Charleston and Simp and Milt Collins, good, you know, good friends of mine. And I just remember, you know, the young guys just running around, flying around, make, you know, making tackles, making plays. And, you know, from that point on, you know, just propelled and got more and more comfortable with the game. For a kid from California adjusting to life up here, was it like was it fun again? As you say, you had a bunch of guys same age all coming in. Was it uh, was it the kind of life you wanted to lead? Yeah, it was fun. I mean, you know, uh, coming in with guys, um, you know, under the same 
um, circumstances as myself, you know, coming in young, uh, not knowing much about Canada, not knowing much about the game, uh, the CFL game. Um, you know, we all went through the learning process together. So, um, you know, hats off to those guys. You know, we were a family. And, you know, we just kind of grew on me. And, you know, once the winter hit, you know, that was a big culture shock. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I, I, I kind of figured it get cold, but I didn't know it gets that cold and, you know, seeing that much snow. But, um, you know, just having, you know, a good support uh, group here, you know, with the coaching staff and the staff here and the uh, players, you know, it was able to just all come together. Out of the veteran group back then, was there anyone that sort of you know took you under their wing, just taught you how to be a pro, how to be a stampeder? Um, you know, at, at, at that time, that was like Nick, Rambo, um, Hank, Joffrey, but those were offensive guys. So, you know, defensively, we pretty much had a brand new group. Like, um, you know, when the co- new coaching staff came in, they brought a lot of new guys. So, I mean, we still had Brandon Browner, which, um, you know, he, uh, I worked – closely with him because he was the corner on my side at that time so you know but he was he was you know into doing his own thing um you know he 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 just made sure you know I knew what I was doing out there but um we just kind of just meshed and we grew you know DA was uh part of that group oh Wes Lysak you know that he was the mentor of the secondary that year um and you know DA was just you know going around doing DA and you know, it was it was a different group back there because it was all new guys to Calgary. But it was some veterans from that group that were still, you know, currently in the league. Um, I think, oh, yeah, we also had Shannon that year, too. So Shannon was, you know, a staple with the Stampeders as well. So Yeah, and uh, as you mentioned, that group on offense, we always talk about continuity with the Stampeders and identity of the Stampeders. But the team kind of had a different identity back then, a, a different face when you had those sort of more flamboyant personalities. Yeah, I mean, they were high-flying, and, you know, when they made plays, they let you know. You know, now we got more of a humble, humbling group who just goes out and work, you know, week in and week out, which, you know, I like that. You know, that's my type of personality as well. Um, when you make plays, you expect to make plays. So it's not like, you know, it's something out of the ordinary. You know, you've been making plays your whole life. That's how you got to this this point. But taking nothing away from those guys, I mean, because, you know, once they made plays, they want to let you know that they made plays. So that's the flip side of the coin. Um and it's just different personalities, different uh, generations, different cultures. But um, as far as I've been here, you know, we've always had a, a, a dominant offense, a powerful offense. And, you know, that's one of the uh, big reasons we've been so successful in this organization because they, you know, of the success they have and they pay attention to details and they go out and they execute. Looking back, too, I mean, it's uh, it's so long in the rear view, but you lost a, a whole year to a serious injury there. At that time, what was going through your mind? Were you any doubts that you were going to get healthy and get back? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the first serious injury I've, you know, had in my career. And, you know, at that time, ACLs were big deals. You know, those were... Uh, career-ending injuries and, and whatnot. So, you know, I just got with the training staff, worked hard, um, you know, had my surgery up here, worked hard, and, you know, stayed involved in, in football. Although, you know, I couldn't do anything on the field, you know, I had to put extra time in the film uh, in the film room and, you know, in the playbook just so, you know, when it's my turn to get back out there, I know exactly what's going on. I know, you know, what I'm doing. It, it actually slowed the game down for me. So I was able to, you know, become a student of the game. And when I was back out there, you know, I was able to come back as if I had two years of experience. And you got back, continued your career, you know, continued to shine at your position. When did you really feel that you were established? You were established as a pro? Um, you know, when I, when I was able to, um, you know, extend my contract, I want to say maybe 2011. And, um, you know, 
when going up there and, you know, they said they wanted me back for, you know, another couple years. So, you know, and I was comfortable with the system. I was, you know, comfortable um, in the city, comfortable with the CFL game. So I, I enjoyed that part. And, you know, that's when I kind of knew, you know, Calgary is home. In the meantime, uh, you know, you start transitioning, thinking about life after football, and you know, you, you take up a take up a county, which is just about as opposite to football as, as a guy can get. What drew you there? Um, I, you know, going through college, just trying to figure out, you know, what my niche was. You know, what am I interested in? And you know, um, and also talking to you know some of the older guys on the team and trying to figure out what direction to go. And you know, they said finance is the way to go. You know, accounting. You know. It's always going to be there. Someone's always going to need an account. You know, it helps. It's what drives the world. So, you know, I just said, okay, let me look into it. And then, you know, when I took the first couple courses, it just, you know, it was a match. I was, I was interested in it, you know, looking at dollars coming in, dollars going out, everything ha- having to balance. And, um, you know, I just kind of fell in love with it and just took it from there. And getting back to football, you know, you had success right away as a champion. And, you know, you, you maybe think it's going to be, hey, this is easy. You can do this every year. But it becomes so special. And yet at the, you've won three rings now, which is something only a couple of Stampeders have done. What do championships mean to you now? Oh, they're huge. I mean, you know, that's what we play for. When you play in this league, it's not like, you know, you're playing – you know, for um, money to where it's going to set you up for your lifetime. It's not like NFL money where, you know, you can make money and, you know, play five years in the NFL and be set for life. Here it's more um, goal-driven, which, you know, everyone needs that championship. That championship is the ultimate goal in this league, whereas, you know, some other leagues where if you make a multi-million dollar contract, you know, you can, whether you win a championship or not, you know, you're set for life. But here the championships is what sets you for life. You know, that's something that you can carry on, you know, and uh, prolong your legacy and, you know, leave a staple behind because you're a part of that championship team. So that's what we play for here. I mean, speaking of legacy, do you think about yours? And since we're doing radio, I'm now pointing up at the at the Wall of Honor. You think about some of the names up there, you know, you think about the Hall of Fame, or is that, uh, is that still in the future? Yeah, that's still in the future. You know, um, I'm just focused on winning a championship this year. And, you know, however that may fall, you know, I don't, I don't know what goes into getting up on that wall and whatnot, but, I mean, when that time comes, you know, uh, I'll be honored to be up there. But if it doesn't happen, you know, I'm still honored to play 12 years uh, in Calgary. Hopefully there's four more games to go, you know, two regular season, playoff game, maybe two playoff games, and then a, and then a Grey Cup. But the moment is going to come when you're looking at the clock, and, you, and it's coming to the end. Have you thought about that? No, not really. Um, you know, I'm just taking it one game at a time, enjoying the ride right now. So um, I just look up, every, you know, every week, like, okay, who's our next opponent? You know, go on, take the same approach. Try not to let uh, the the fact of retirement, you know, skew my views of, you know, finishing off the season strong. And again, you know, just going back to talking about culture and the Stampeder way, you've been one of the guys, one of the mentors, one of the leaders. And there's a young group coming in here again. A lot of the veterans have, uh, have gone. And, you know, who do you look to out of this young group that's, that's going to be the next, the next you, the next keeper of that culture? Oh, man, you know, across the board, you know, these guys are playing. Um, you know, you can start off with Mechie, you know, a young guy that's grown tremendously within the past year you know um just to see the strides he's he's made you know this year alone i mean i can i can see, definitely see him being here you know for a long time as well as you know um raheem and trey 
you know, and Amos, Amos is out there, you know, balling out of control. So I wouldn't be surprised if he get a shot back down south. But, um, you know, guys like Trey, he, you know, he very well could get a shot as well. But if he doesn't, I can see Trey, you know, sticking around for quite some time. He loves the city. He loves the organization. He loves the coaching staff and whatnot. So I can definitely see him sticking around. So I, I like the, the young culture that we have here, and I can see them, you know, being together, playing together for a long time. And to wrap it up, uh, you know, the football adventure is ending. You've got to, you know, the job thing sorted out. But what about, uh, you know, you old for a football player but young for a man? You think about any other adventures you want to go on, climb a mountain, win a marathon? No, you know, I haven't, haven't thought about that. I'll definitely do some traveling. Not quite sure where I'm going, but, you know, I'll figure that out when the time comes. But, you know, I'll be back in Calgary quite a bit. You know, I'll become a permanent Stampeder fan. Thanks for this, man. All of it. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. It started in 2008, it ends in 2020, and yes, I think that the career that Brandon Smith has put together will land him on the Wall of Honor at McMahon Stadium and in the Hall of Fame out in Hamilton eventually. So the season not over yet. Smith would be just as happy if it didn't end until the last Sunday in November. That's all the time we have on this week's Calgary Stampeder podcast. Remember, we'd love to hear from you. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you think about the podcast. Give us any story ideas, what you'd like to hear on the podcast, and also Tell a friend. Let's get the uh, Stampeder podcast out there to as many people as possible. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. For Jock Wilson, I'm Dave Rowe. We'll catch you next Thursday on the Calgary Stampeder podcast.